This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to another Gangplank Report. You've heard Adrian and Jen talk about the most recent episode of this hit Bravo series. Now it's time to hear from you, the superfans. It's time for the bonus episode of the Gangplank Report. And here they are, Adrian Gang and Jennifer Bennington. Hey gang, welcome to another superfan episode. This week I am breaking out the virtual roses for my first date with my friend Irene from Twitter. Hi Irene. Hello, Jen. Hello. Hello. So nice to finally get to be with you. I know. It's great to get to talk to you. We've talked online talk forever. Yeah. And having you on med is perfect, my little Grecian goddess. (laughs) I wish. Greek American. I know. I was in Greece this summer, as you know, and I saw a lot of mega yachts and I was searching to see who was on there. Did you? <laughs> Any of them look familiar? No, nobody familiar. Uh, too bad. I'm excited to meet you as well because we've interacted a little bit on Twitter. Irene, Yes. tell me how you started with Below Deck. You know, I started midway. My cousin actually got me into it and I would see it on commercials and I saw the trailer, the season that Ashton, when he went overboard. Mm -hmm. So I saw that trailer and I'm like, okay, I got to watch this. And then I started watching it, got into it. And then I've gone back to previous seasons. I saw your season, Adrian, and now I watch them all. And what would you say out of all of them is your favorite franchise so far? You know, I do love Captain Lee because I love his no nonsense, just do your job. So I really, I'm old school like that. Mm-hmm. So I like his seasons. And I also like Glenn sailing yacht. Glenn's amazing. Glenn is amazing. And you could see the twinkle in his eyes when he's on TV. I hope he is generally a nice guy. And yeah, I would love to be with Glenn too. Sandy, I like. I think Sandy's been in a lot of therapy because you can tell the way she's <laughs> <laughs> She speaks to all her employees and wants to do therapy sessions. And maybe she was a counselor in her past life. I don't know. But, you know, I appreciate her as well. She's good TV. Yeah, I agree with that. I actually like Sandy. I think she's a good human. I think she just does and says some dumb shit sometimes. And that's what gets Mm -hmm. her into trouble. Mm -hmm. But it seems like the last two seasons really of Med, she has dialed it way back. And maybe that's because of network feedback that she's gotten or personal feedback that she's gotten that has caused her to step back just a little bit and not be quite as micromanagey. Because I know that that was the criticism that a lot of the fan base had for a while. For her first handful right. season, she was so hands-on that it seemed overbearing. And I think that she's dialed that back quite substantially. What do you think about the season that we're in so far? 
I kind of knew where the production was going, especially with Reagan. I kind of knew where we're going with that when they kept showing her taking her smoking breaks. I thought, okay, we know what's going to happen there. I really liked Natasha. I really liked her in the beginning. And then all of a sudden, I want to tell her, you are too beautiful to be acting like this. Just drop all the men and just do your job because you're leading on the chef and you're still with your ex and it's just too much drama. Someone needs to take her cell phone away from her. I agree wholeheartedly with all of that. Me too. It's interesting because I think the way that she is acting is so beneath where I expect her to be as a human at her age, right? Like the way that she's acting is like high school. Yes. And it's really difficult to watch because you're just sitting here going, there's a better way at this juncture of your life. You should know that. You know, I don't know what her entire past history of relationship is. We know that she's been engaged at least once before, but it seems to me that she has not gone past the high school stage of romance engagement. Yes. I'm sad that she's going back with her ex. Yeah, I feel that's going backwards for her. And you could tell he is also trying to manipulate her with all those texts coming in. Mm -hmm. So I think he's just trying to reel her back in so then he can just go back to his ways. That's going to happen. We all know that. We've all been 20 before, but obviously she's reliving her 20s, I guess. I'm not sure how old she is, but yeah, she's acting like a young girl in love. And what do you think of Dave's responses to all of this? Because that's been a 50-50 split, I feel like, for most of the people that I've talked to that are like, he needs to just let it go. And, you know, I felt I was in the minority because I felt sorry for him. And I tweeted that and I've never gotten so many responses to a tweet. I'm just a baby account. And so many people felt the same way. I think she led him on and I felt for him. I mean, she even got them to be in the same cabin together. She was flirty with him. And, you know, we all saw the so-called shower scene from behind the door. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she really led him on. Did he handle it? Well, no, especially when he can't handle his alcohol, but I really felt bad for him. She really led him on. And you could see he generally cares about her the way he looks at her. But I hope he's not trying to maybe be the guy in waiting. Like, I'll take her back. He needs to move on. Yeah. But I really feel bad for him. She really let him on. I agree. I think with more time in this season, we'll see that too. You know, because I feel bad for him now looking at this Mm -hmm. because I think that she's just manipulative. Yes. And taking advantage of the situation because she can. And I expressed once very early on in the season that I know a lot of creative people like Dave who need a muse and either work well with the muse in tow or work somewhat inspired when things go poorly, if that makes sense. Like they can create just as much art out of disaster as they can joy. Right. And there's a lot of people in the creative space that are like that, that kind of need a driving force, whether it's pain or happiness. And I feel like Dave is kind of like that, Mm. where he needs something to drive him, whether it's good or bad, depending on what the situation is. And I think that's what she was for him. And now he's got to kind of, even though she's still very much in front of him, 
push that to the side and move forward and still do a great job. I have said it before and I'll say it again. I think technically speaking, he is the best chef we've ever seen on the show. I'm insanely impressed with his food. What do you think? I agree. Marcos was great last season. I really liked Marcos. Mm-hmm. But yes, this season, Dave, I mean, the way he, he doesn't even complain about making cakes. He's made already two. Yeah. And he does it so easy, no problem. And he's into it. Yeah, he's so talented. Maybe his muse can just be the food that he's making instead of women on yachts. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of watching him right now because she's friend zoned him, but it does seem to me like he's what you said, waiting on the sidelines. Right. In hopes of something rekindling. And I just want him to wake up and smell her narcissistic coffee because I can't. (laughs) Right. He's too good. He's too good. And I don't want him to be a backup. You know, mm-hmm. I saw him and I watched what happens live with Andy Cohen and he looks so handsome. He's in a, a jacket, a suit. I'm like, oh, look at you. You are too cute to be someone's backup. You're not a right. backup. Man. Nobody puts Davey in the corner. Nobody <laughs> puts in the corner. There you go. There's the title of this podcast. <laughs> you know me a little too well. <laughs> I do. You're one of my favorites. I do. Oh, I gotcha, baby. How have you enjoyed, or have you enjoyed, I guess I should say, having Courtney back? You know, I'm happy to see her and you can see that she's nervous. And I know Storm is trying to figure out his role as being a leader, but Mm -hmm. you know, she's driving, is it called a Tinder? Mm -hmm. She's driving that and she's really good at it. And I could see that Z, of course, I think still has a little crush on her. But um, she's really coming into her own. It's like, go girl, you know, I'm happy for her. I really am. I really think she's come leaps and bounds. I liked her last year, but I liked her because she was just fun. And I didn't necessarily think she's like a rock star interior stew. Right. I just enjoyed her. Yes. I'm seeing her rock star qualities now. There doesn't seem to be anything that she's not willing to at least attempt. And she may second guess herself in her head, but she pushes through until she gets it down. And I'm impressed by that. You know, I always tell the youth, fake it till you make it. Just fake it till you make it. Just pretend you know what you're doing and, you know, just push through it. Yeah. I'm happy for her. Me too. I'm not quite so happy with Jason. I started off really team Jason, especially when it was only Reagan and him at the beginning. He seemed like a hard worker, had a great work ethic, all about getting the job done. And it's just like his fire went out. Are you feeling the same or do you feel differently? You know, I feel bad for him in a sense where you could tell clicks are happening and he's on the outside and maybe that's making him lose his mojo a bit. But anytime someone comes in saying, oh, I've done this before, I've done this in my past, or I captain my own boat. Well, but not now. So you need to just do your job. So yeah, he's slowing down maybe because we always see him eating. I don't know if that's a production, (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but I'm like, uh, you're always eating and where's your radio? Yeah. (laughs) Our friend, I would Fred said that a lot of his time is spent doing that man bun. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. He needs to pick it up, but it could be his fault for being on the outside because if he's in there helping his teammates, maybe they would include him more, but you could tell that they're starting to band against him a little bit. 
yeah, because I think he's rubbing them each individually the wrong way and they take it better when it's directed at them. But when they see him do it to somebody that they care about, now they're getting really frustrated. Right. And don't mess with Z. I think he's the nicest person ever. So don't mess with yeah. Z. And if you see Z is getting a little irritated with someone, then you know, okay. Yeah. The other person's fault. <laughs> Exactly. That's exactly right. If he's mad, then there's every reason to be mad. We have a problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what would you say you're looking forward to for the rest of the season of the show? You know, I really would love for Natasha. I think to her and maybe her inexperience, she became buddy buddy with Kyle. Mm-hmm. And so she sort of is in the friend zone with him in a sense where she's not being his boss. Right. So I would love for her to just let go of the boyfriend, stop trying to be Kyle's friend. And just, you know, if I woke up for my morning shift and saw the pantry in the kitchen like that, I would have been upset too. Mm-hmm. I think Natalia has every right to be livid. And I think Kyle is prideful in the sense that he really is a good worker most of the time, but I don't think he's acknowledging how he's been since Frank left. And they have been together and chatting more and Natalia has been doing it and she's getting it done. And yeah, she might be vocal about it, which doesn't necessarily rub your crew members the right way, but they can't say that she's not doing it. You know what I mean? Right. She's a worker bee and she's fast. You see her doing the laundry. She's just fast. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she's not taking breaks talking about her love life like the other two are, you know? Yeah. So, and I think even the chef was saying something like, oh my God, those two are always talking. How do they get their work done? Yeah. Well, they don't. Yeah, Natalia does, and Natalia gets their work done. Right. She's got a good balance, though. I think they could learn from her a little bit because it's not like she ignores Storm while they're on charter. They do interact, but they do it at appropriate times on breaks or when they're down for the night or whatever. Or they're out for the evening. Yes, right. I, I agree. There's a time and a place. And yeah, at first, Kyle put me off a little bit when he was a little too inappropriate. I'm like, what is happening? That is so mm-hmm. inappropriate. Mm-hmm. And then I saw Natasha kind of doing inappropriate things. I'm like, oh, you too, but you need to knock it off because this is not working. Tell Irene your theory on Natasha doing it, Adrian. Oh, well, I think it's because she wants to be as likable as Kyle is to the guests. I think she's feeling like he's stealing her thunder that maybe she's accustomed to because he's so charismatic. And I think that she's mimicking his behavior, much like bringing out the phallus. Yes. Because she saw the reception that he got with it. One, it's because of the groups that he was presenting it to. But I think also part of the delivery and the success of the delivery was the fact that it was him. I wholeheartedly disagree with that thing making an appearance at all because I don't think it's professional, but he was able to carry that. I think she saw the reception that he got from that and thought she could pull it off too. And she was very wrong. Very, it was so cringy. And I was, oh, I mean, you just saw the look on their faces. And I think maybe one was going to try it. And then one of the mothers or somebody said, don't you dare. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my gosh. Yeah, I, you know, maybe that's just showing her insecurity. She doesn't know who she is. Right. And I think that has a lot to do with it. That's a very good point. Yeah, it's a real shame because like I said, she's a beautiful girl and 
I just wish she would just find herself. Yeah. She's she's a little lost right now. And maybe because it's her first time, there's cameras surrounding her. I don't know. But I'm just like, what is happening? Yeah, I don't know either, because just like you, I really enjoyed her at the beginning and it has 180 and now I'm on my phone scrolling through Twitter or whatever when her <laughs> scenes come on, because I can't look at and watch what she does because how she sees things is so far out from how they really are that I can't even make sense of it at this point. Usually, even if I dislike somebody, I can look objectively at it. And if they make a point, even if it's against somebody who I'm a bigger fan of, I can say, well, they've got a good point. Right. But with her, it's like, you're not making sense. What planet are you on? What bizarro universe are you watching that you think that that's what the circumstances are? It's really tough for me. Right. And when she called her sister to tell the ex-boyfriend <laughs> to stop, I'm like, what? <laughs> what is happening? Yeah. Just keep your phone in the cabin. Just keep it in your cabin and go, go check on it later. Yeah. yeah. We had that conversation. I asked both Tiffany and Adrian, if that's as big of a thing. And they did point out that some of the captains contact you that way when the radios aren't working. So oh, that's right. That's right. I get why they might have it, but I don't get why they would be using it for personal use. You can have your phone on you and not be doing personal things at the same time. Correct. We'll see how she does. I hope something happens with her. I hope it just takes a talking to, but I don't like seeing one crew member carry a whole team. I never enjoy that. Me too. And it's a shame because, you know, you see how all those cocktails that she makes. So there's a talent there. She knows what to do. She knows her job, but mm -hmm. she's letting her personal life interfere with that. Absolutely. So is there anything else you're looking forward to? Are you in the camp with us thinking that we've got one more dolphin hit coming our way? <laughs> <laughs> Either another dolphin hit or all the equipment and the slides. Yeah, that's just, mm -hmm. and then the anchor. Is there another anchor going to be twisted? <laughs> uh, yeah. As soon as she said she was going to put down two, I'm like, were you not there? And then she brought up the five seasons ago. I'm like, well, at least she acknowledged what a hectic mess right. that was. Right, right. Yeah, I just haven't seen, to my knowledge, anybody do that other than her on the show. Is it something that happens a lot, Adrian? I mean, it depends. It depends on location and weather factors. And I mean, a lot of other elements of that, you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of moving parts for that. I think she's just overly cautious. Yeah. Or tries to be. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, could be. Well, since you're here, did you have any behind the scenes or real life yachting questions you wanted to ask? A? You know, I wonder how many people are on the yacht with the crew and the engineers and then the camera crew on top of that where does everyone sleep how many rooms i mean how big is that boat so the camera crew and the production crew get ferried back and forth we have a chase boat that brings okay. them back okay. to land to a hotel because okay. they work in shifts so there's for my season there was only two shifts so they were only covering 16 hours of the day they tried to tell our charter guests to go to sleep at 11 o'clock at night because they were leaving to go back to the hotel and our paying charter guests were like, haha, no way. No way. <laughs> we're paying to be here. We're going to enjoy right. our vacation. So they missed a lot of stuff my season that happened like late night. 
but they ferry them back to the island. So we don't ever go too far away from the hotel just for logistical purposes because they need to be able to get people back. And that's where the camera crew and production go eat. And so they're not staying on the boat. But when we're on board, there's 11 crew, you know, usually eight-ish guests that are staying on board. So we're all sleeping on board. And then production and camera crew, there's about another 12 people-ish, but they have one of the staterooms that's blocked off for production. That's their camera central. And that's where they've got all their surveillance screens and audio equipment and all that kind of stuff is all ran through into that room. And then, you know, there's two people per camera crew. There's an audio person, and then there's a camera operator that are running around in teams of two following us filming. Wow. It's a full house. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's why when when I was explaining to you before we started recording that they realized instead of getting a 130 foot boat that that was not going to be enough space for everybody. It's mm-hmm. because the production crew added another 12-ish people. I see. Mm-hmm. And there wouldn't have been on a typical 130 foot boat, there's enough accommodation to sleep 10 guests, but that's if they have access to all of the rooms. And because of the way that they set up their production central on the boat, they wouldn't have been able to use all the guest rooms. Oh, interesting. So I've noticed with Colin, he's sort of doing double duty, correct? He's also on the outside, but he's also the engineer. So I noticed that he goes back and forth. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Is that more for the show just because he was a breakout from season two that it would get him more camera time? Yeah. Because the engineer would usually just be focused on their job normally. Right. For the other shows, you don't really see the engineers. They right. introduce them at the very beginning of the season so that if you do see them, you're not like, who's that random person on the boat? Yeah. <laughs> but you don't really see them unless there's a big issue at any other point during the season. Mm-hmm. I have noticed, do you remember last season how I kept pointing out that the first officer was always on bridge with Sandy? Mm-hmm. We haven't seen the first officer in there <laughs> except for when she had a problem with the stabilizers. So I think... <laughs> she doesn't want to share her camera time she's like get out I get out that that might have gotten out <laughs> get out <laughs> anyway I am so excited that I finally got to see your beautiful face Irene oh, I want too, to thank you just on a personal level for years of friendship you just make me laugh you make me think you warm my heart And that's part of what I love about Twitter and what I have loved since we've started Gangplank, being able to talk to friends that I've met through Twitter like you. You've blessed my life and thank you for blessing Gangplank with your presence. Oh, Jen, you are a gem. I don't know how I found you with this funny algorithm that Twitter does. I'm so... Blessed that I found you and that you followed this little baby account. And, you know, I don't check in on too many people on Twitter. If I haven't heard from a few people, I'll go and I definitely look out for you. And then you brought me to Adrian and now we're on Instagram together. And I just, I love that we are progressing a friendship because you yeah. girls are, you girls keep me company. Let me tell you, when I'm with my kids, they're doing their things. I have my earbuds on and I'm giggling to myself because I'm listening <laughs> to you girls. So it's so much fun to watch the show with friends and see if yes. they're seeing the same thing that you're seeing. Yeah, I do get, I get bummed when I miss your live tweeting because sometimes I'm busy with the kids and I'm like, oh shoot, hurry <laughs> 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 I'm going to eat your meal. I got to like, you know, 
So yeah, you girls are amazing. I'm so happy for you with your success with this podcast and hope you guys continue to grow together. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you for being a part of this journey for us. I mean, to tell you the last year has been unbelievable and the people that Jen is much better on keeping up with people than I have the ability to be sometimes because of all the travel I'm doing, but being able to meet you and several of the other people that Jen has fostered relationships with has just been amazing because, I mean, I love talking to my husband. I genuinely do. He doesn't get below deck. He watches it, but he doesn't really get it. And he doesn't analyze it the same way that we all do. So it's kind of fun to be able to pick it apart and be able to talk about it in depth with somebody because Andrew just watches it and shakes his head most of the time. And he's like, these people are a mess. And he walks away. (laughs) (laughs) You know, my husband hates that I watch Housewives. He'll he'll do like a 360 when they're on TV. But if I have any below deck on, he'll hang around. And he's really into how much tip is left. He's like, how much? How much does it cost (laughs) to do two days? What? Yeah. Yeah. That's his thing. What was the tip this time? So yeah, at least he lingers on with this show. Yeah. Men and their tips. Men and their tips. How much much did that cost? Yeah. 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 Irene, do you want to tell them where they can find you? Oh, well, I'm on Twitter at IG Kuros. I love all Bravo shows and I love the queen, you know, and I don't care what opinion you have because that's what makes the world go around. So I am open to everybody, everybody's opinion. Thank you. That's part of what I love about her. All right. Awesome. Well, if you want to be like Irene, hit us up at gangplankreport at gmail.com or message us on Twitter or Instagram. We would love to have you on and talk to you as well. Thank you so much for listening. We will catch you next Tuesday for the recap of Below Deck Med Season 7, Episode 11. Thanks, everybody. Bye. 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 Special thanks to our friends who helped us create Gangplank Report. Down below music and lyrics by Angel Tweeter Frail and Terry Abbott. Performed by Lorelei of Florida. Production assistance by Michael Castaneda. Super fan intro by Blind Lawrence. Cast off me hearties.